1: What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, the Rams are one win away from locking up a playoff spot. Plus, Sean McVay completes the cycle. We will explain. And later, the Rams host the New York Jets. We give a full preview of the game next on Rams Showcase.
0: Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports Four Radio. What is
1: up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports Four Radio. I am your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. That voice that you guys just heard introducing myself and the show, uh, that was actually Paul, who, if you guys have not already, participated in a quick little interview with yours truly Sheriff Joe Bags that has been posted, the video has been posted to the Ram Showcase YouTube channel as well as the Facebook page, so make sure you guys go check it out. There is a small like, 10-second blooper there at the end as well. So if you guys think things that are funny are funny, then go check it out for sure. Alright, and uh, he is uh, the host of the Jet Zone. The Jets happen to be the team that the Rams play this weekend. And so this is just a fun time for mine and Paul's friendship. We get this game once every four years. Someday maybe it'll be in a Super Bowl form. But until then, we're going to light up uh, the 0-13 Jets versus the 9-4 Rams. And talk about that. Uh, which is always good. Good times. Good times. We will update the playoff race. A lot of stuff going on as far as that goes. Uh, the standings as well. Rams maintain that number one spot in the NFC West. Which is always amazing news there. And then uh, some interesting facts that we'll get into uh, later on. As far as the uh, the game preview goes. And uh, these, these New York Jets coming to town uh, to play at SoFi Stadium. Uh, I'm still sad that we can't go. We cannot go. It makes me very sad. Um, but you know, what can we do? What can I do to make sure that we can go to games? I don't know. I'm willing to do it. Uh, I saw somebody post something. <laughs> it was they were, they were this is I'm going to make fun of somebody. I'm not going to say names, but I will make fun of somebody. I saw one of my Facebook friends post that they were scared uh, of the, the vaccine the COVID vaccine, because they didn't want a microchip put in their body. I will swallow my cell phone right now if it means I can go to concerts and Rams games. So, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm, a, maybe I'm alone there, but uh, I'll do whatever I need to, because I miss concerts a whole lot. I miss uh, going, I mean, I don't really go, to, I've never been to a Rams home game, but if the Rams were in Denver this year, I would be real sad if I couldn't go. My sister's a Bucks fan. She got to go this year. That was pretty cool stuff. But I would swallow my whole cell phone. With like the 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 location stuff on, I don't care. I, do. <laughs> I don't I don't do anything cool anyway. They'd be like, "This guy works a lot. He's sitting in his desk all the time. Just it's like he only goes to work and goes home. What a what a nerd." <laughs> That's what they would say about me. Let's go ahead and talk about some Los Angeles Rams news. All right, this first one here. This is just kind of some cool facts. All right, just some cool stuff that happened. Liam Cohen. He has been named the offensive coordinator of the Kentucky Wildcats football team. Cohen spent uh, the 2018 and 19 seasons as the L.A. Rams assistant wide receiver coach. And this season has been the assistant quarterback's coach. So he's been coaching up Jared Goff and quarterback John Wolford as well. Give him hell, Liam. That's all. That's really all my message is, man. Just give him hell Uh, that that the Sean McVay coaching tree. Now has branches into the college game, and I think that's pretty cool. I realize that he was just an assistant position coach for the Rams, but hey, man, you've got our support, Rams fans. We support you, man. Maybe I'm speaking for myself. I don't think so, though. I don't. I don't believe that. In my heart of hearts, I don't believe that. I think that uh, that Rams fans are a pretty supportive group overall. Uh, we like to uh, spread some spread some love. You know what I mean? We hope our guys do well. Uh, there, there's the few that, that we don't, (laughs) but, uh, for the most part, I think that the Rams fans are are really good about supporting the former, uh, the former members of this wonderful organization. So yeah, Liam, go out there, man. Give them hell. Crush it as the, uh, offensive coordinator now of the Kentucky Wildcats football team. Rocking that blue and white. All right. Another, uh, interesting bit of news. I just saw this one actually It's kind of just popped up is There was a video that released that showed Bill Belichick and Sean McVay meeting at uh, midfield after the Rams defeated the Patriots on Thursday night football, which was super awesome. I'll be honest, guys. I went into that that game with not as much confidence. Uh, I I was thinking it was going to be a scheme thing that the the Patriots were going to deploy that that front that that defeated the Rams in the Super Bowl and that the, the Miami Dolphins did to the Rams earlier this season. That was not the case, and they just played normal football. And I'll take that all day because it worked out for the Rams. Twenty-four to three victory for the LA Rams. I went in with not a lot of confidence, but it worked out really well. And they met at half, uh, it half. Uh, it's after the game, like coaches do. Uh, this, is, this is a very regular thing that coaches do. This they meet at halftime or at uh, in midfield, and uh, unless you're Tom Brady and they just blow people off, but whatevs. Uh, so. What actually happened, though, is this video came out, and we can tell what Billy B. said to Sean McVeigh. And I've got that quote for you guys here, and uh, I'll read it first as myself, and then I'll read it as Bill Belichick. So uh, first of all, the quote is, great job, you killed us, you had a great game plan, you've got a good team, good luck. Uh, If I were to do a Bill Belichick impression, (laughs) and uh, what this likely sounded like into Sean McVeigh's ears, it was probably... Great job! You killed us. Uh, you had a great game plan. Uh, you got a good team. Good luck. That's my Bill Belichick. That's <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> but I thought that was really cool. That was just a cool bit of information. And a uh, Bill Belichick. He doesn't like to. Not a lot of enunciation. You can't really understand. So Bill Belichick. Great coach. Great coach. Communication. Maybe. Uh, maybe could improve. But hey, what are you going to do about it? Let's take a look at some standings, all right? So uh, the NFC West, we know that this is the division that the Rams play in. It's a, it's a hell of a division, very good at, at football. Uh, most of these teams that are in this in this division, uh, they do a good job on uh, the football field usually. So let's take a look at it. The LA Rams sitting at first place, still at 9-4, still 2-2 two two in the division. They have won their last two. The Seattle Seahawks. They did win last week. They pushed to 9-4 as well, also 2-2 two two in the division. We'll just clear that out. Uh, all these teams are 2-2 two two in the division. The Arizona Cardinals sitting at third place at 7-6. They did win last week after coming off of a pretty rough stretch where they only won one game in five. And that one game was the Hale-Murray touchdown against the uh, Houston Texans at the end of the game. DeAndre Hopkins uh, doing a great job there. And in last place you have the San Francisco 49ers who are now the Arizona 49ers for the rest of the year. I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs. It doesn't really matter where they play their home games. Uh, I think they've got like one or, one or two more. I don't know. I don't know their schedule by heart. I do know the Rams. Uh, but they have lost their last two. So they are sitting at five and eight. Uh, so for the last five, uh, for each of these teams, the Rams are four and one in their last five. Seattle Seahawks are three and two. Two and three for the Cardinals. And then the 49ers, one and four. Unfortunate there that that one is against the Rams and for the Rams being 4 and 1 that that one is against the 49ers. So it's unfortunate there but what are you going to do about it? The Rams do sit in first place. I do want to uh, just let you guys know that um for for this week uh, or for for next week because I mean this we get the Jets this week and I'm not trying to down the Jets. They are a football team and every single game in the NFL is difficult. All right. You could put Alabama or whatever college team you want to pick uh, versus the Jets, and they would get absolutely wrecked. The Jets would just destroy souls. So, I mean, and the reason that I say that is because you got to think about it on every on on the best college team ever. Yeah, I, I guess you could say it was Bama from uh, not too long ago. Uh, but on the best team ever, college team ever, there's what twenty, and that's high end NFL talent, like NFL caliber players on that team? Well, uh, when you're in the NFL, all of them are because they all made it. So, uh, they're doing a good job. All right. And, uh, these players are, I mean, not the jets, <laughs> but the jets, I mean, obviously would, would destroy any college team. Uh, I don't think that there's really any question in that, but Uh, for this week this game is i I guess we can kind of overlook it a little bit i know some of you guys sitting there like right now like you can't overlook a game it's the nfl uh relax first of all because i can do whatever i want i don't have to prepare for the game i don't have to be ready (laughs) i can i can wake up hungover on sunday it's not going to impact the game it's going to be fine so uh for this though uh if the rams do win this week and then also can defeat the seattle seahawks in week 16 the rams will take the division there are other scenarios uh, we'll get it more into those next week because we really only got one cool one for the Rams this week. But we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, so uh, that can happen. But the 49 or the not the Forty ers they cannot do anything. But the uh, Seattle Seahawks, they can clinch uh, only in week 17. It will take some time unless, yeah, I think it's week 17 either way. I'm just trying to do like scenarios in my own head. I don't have these written down. I'm just like, I see it a lot and I think about it a lot. And I know the tiebreakers and stuff, and I know a lot of teams' records. I know it's a, it's a, that's a weird thing, probably, but it is the truth. So uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Uh, let's take a look at the NFC playoff race. This thing is getting hot. All right, the Green Bay Packers took over the number one seed at ten three. They play the uh, the Carolina Panthers on Saturday. The New Orleans Saints at ten three as well got booted out of that number one seed. They host the Kansas City Chiefs. So big chance for the nine and four L.A. Rams at nine at nine and four in third place. Uh, They are taking on the Jets, so there is a chance that the Rams could bump up. I'd have to look at some other tiebreakers for that one. The Washington uh, football team, I I almost did it, guys. I almost did it. Six and seven, they sit with the four seed. They host... The Seattle Seahawks, the Seahawks, of course, are 9-4 at the football team. And then in 6th place, you have the 8-5 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are on the road against the Todd Gurley-led Atlanta Falcons, who are 4-9. And, and the Arizona Cardinals did slip back into the playoff scenario, uh, coming back over the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they are 7-6. and six. They are playing the Philadelphia Eagles, who did help out the Rams a lot last week. Uh, they defeated those New Orleans Saints, which uh, bumped up the Rams uh, or well, at least helped us out a little bit. So, uh, hey, Philly, good looking. Now, uh, I do want to let you guys know if the Rams are able to defeat the New York Jets on Sunday, which I feel pretty good about. We'll just say it that way. I feel pretty good about that. Uh, I, The Rams do clinch a playoff berth, so the Rams can lock it in and get into the postseason with a dub over the New York Jets on Sunday, which is Great stuff. We actually, we just recently also learned that this game was even going to be on Sunday. It was looking at like a Saturday game. I'm glad it's not. I like my Saturdays to do whatever the hell I want to. Maybe watch some A&M football uh, if they play ever. But sitting at number five, man, in Ohio State, chickened out. All right. Stupid Big Ten. We almost had it, man. We almost had it. We almost had that game where we were going to play potentially Ohio State and maybe try to knock into that front four. Either way, that's completely irrelevant, but I did want it, to... It's still, like, it bothers me. It, it was stupid Big Ten over there big tenning and stuff all right and uh let's see here uh, the rams can also clinch the nfc west with a win this week and uh win against the seahawks next week we did already kind of discuss that uh, but those are your scenarios right now that's it that's it right now uh, we'll talk about more next week i'm thinking that it's usually week 16 that the scenarios get super busy like super just, that's where they're pretty intense so we'll take a look at it next week as well and kind of uh, break it down a little bit more. I'll even make up a graphic. I'll slap on some like uh, three different scenarios or something like that. I know I, I like to do the full screens. it's one of my things that I like just sitting and just focusing and just doing. Computer. This is how you do computer things apparently. But I, I like just sitting there and just making the graphics, doing all this stuff. I love editing my video together. None of this is relevant to you guys, but it's uh, my favorite part. <laughs> I enjoy that. I enjoy like sitting and editing more than I enjoy talking about it and actually doing the show. Maybe that's weird. I have no idea. Let's take a look at some transactions. Nothing too bananas for you guys this week. Kicker Austin McGinnis was signed to the active roster on December 10th and then signed back to the practice squad on December 11th, which made me sad. As a Rams fan, uh, we've had some kicking issues this week or this year, this whole season. We've had some kicking issues. Actually, this week, we did not have some kicking issues. Matt Gay did hit all four of his attempts, 35-yard field goal, three points after uh, touchdowns. And... You know, so that's fine. That's all good and stuff, but uh I I I don't know, man. I, I I guess I'm just not there yet. Uh if Matt Gay's gonna be the guy, that's fine. That's fine with me. I don't care what your name is, uh what the jersey says or who you are. I just want to see you do the the football things that you're to do. And for Matt Gay, that's that's kick football through the uprights, which he's done a good job at. I, I don't want to bash him too hard. I think I'm having just trust issues. I think I just have kicking trust issues right now. So maybe is doing fine. And maybe I'm overreacting a little bit, which happens. Uh, uh, me overreacting, that's a, that's a thing. <laughs> it happens sometimes, whatever. So uh, that is your only real transaction, though, is that, um, that Austin McGinnis was up for one day and then he was back down. But this year kind of helped us uh, with the, the COVID rules. Uh, it's kind of like two-way contracts, if you guys are familiar with the NHL. Uh, two-way contracts where you can send guys down instead bring them back up, just go back and forth, it's fine, instead of a one-way where you can only do it one way, and then you have to cut them, all that stuff. So uh, that's usually the way that the NFL works. You do usually, when you sign a guy and you want him back on your practice squad, usually you have to wave him, wait for every team to be like, nah, and then you can sign him back onto your practice squad. This year, there is a little bit of a two-way aspect to it where you can just shoot him back down to the practice squad, so that helped us here. Uh, also, I didn't have this written down, but I didn't want to mention that the long snapper that the Rams signed to the practice squad uh that was actually explained because Jake McQuaid blatantly I, his job's not in jeopardy that's not something that we're all looking at like we are long, if we'd be an awesome team if our long snapper was good that's not a conversation that's happening uh really what happened though Sean McVay did explain this that the long snapper was signed because this year is so so wacky that you don't know you don't know and if Jake McQuaid something were to happen where he was not able to go the rams did not have anybody on the team that they felt confident in doing the long snapping. So, that's all that move was. Uh nothing crazy. Jake McQuaid is not in danger in any way. Uh you know, so uh he's fine. But either way, his job is safe. Uh let's go ahead. Uh I am not going to do anything weird with the the transition this time. We're just going to we're going to move on. We're just going to fade it in and fade it out. We're just going <laughs> we're going to move on to our game preview. So the Los Angeles Rams at 9-4 host the New York Jets, who sit at 0-13. Very, very realistic that this is a winless season for the New York Jets. They do play the Rams, Browns, Patriots. That Patriots really does seem to be the game that the Jets might win, and that's the last game of the season. So I feel like the players will be up for that one. And, you know, the the Patriots on a little bit of a down year. I mean, we'll see. I guess that'll be an interesting one to see if there's going to be an 0-16 team. and. Where the heck Trevor Lawrence is going to go? Uh, I think it's the Jets. I, I feel real confident in that. So, uh, But this game does kick off on Fox at 105 LA time. Kevin Kugler and Brock Huard are on the call. Los Angeles Rams are favored in this game by 17.5 points. The over-under at 44.5. <laughs> you guys can do your own math on that one. But either way, I gave Paul... Uh, the guy that I had mentioned earlier. I will drop links, by the way, for uh, both of our interviews. I interviewed him. He interviewed me. I'll drop links to both of those in the comment section of the YouTube channel or the YouTube video if you guys want to check those out. If you have not already, be sure to do that. I gave him the points on a profile picture bet because uh, I actually, I personally, I took the Rams uh, minus 34.5 this week. <laughs> so, and it's only plus 700. How is that only plus 700? I can't even win that much money. 35 points the Rams need to win by and it's not even like a big win whatever either way I started gambling and it's really fun guys I do I do recommend it uh be careful and do it wisely uh I do it in a way where I'm not gonna either way I'm not gonna end the season losing money I I, like I put in some money and I'm up I'm I'm up here I started here I'm up here if I start to fail, I'm still only going to hit to where like the amount that I originally put in and then I'll just pull that out. So either way, now I'm just playing on, I'm just playing for funsies, you know, so I don't know if anybody else gambles. I don't know if anybody needs that information. Let's take a look at some notes on this game here. The Jets, they've did fire former Rams defensive coordinator, Greg Williams. So we cannot see the mad scientist in this one with his little, little uh, gray pieces right right here. And, uh, let's see, uh, We also, uh, I was almost excited because we were kind of coming in. I know this is old-ish news, uh, but uh, Alec Ogletree, Tremaine Johnson, no longer parts of the Jets. So, I don't know. I I guess I was kind of hoping for that. Uh, But that's also like when schedule was released and stuff. There is one, one, count them, one former Ram on the New York Jets. That is JFM, John Franklin Myers, who of course uh, did spend a little bit of time with the Rams uh, was waived, picked up by the NYJ uh, for JFM. So uh, linebacker didn't really spend a lot of time with the Rams. I liked him, but uh, he's a backup for the Jets. I was going to talk so much trash after that sentence. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I was I was going to though. I'm not going to do that for a backup for the Jets. Anyway, let's see here. The Jets are the only NFL team that Sean McVay has not yet faced as a head coach. So he will now he will now ha- like now he will have <laughs> played against every team in the NFL. The Jets are the final one he has not coached a game as a head coach against the New York Jets. So that will take place on Sunday completing the sweep he did it. He did it. He did the dang thing. Uh and now this is this is year 4 came in 2017. 2016 was when we played the AFC uh, AFC East the last time, so now this is the last one. This is He's done it. He's played everybody. Yeah, he's played the Patriots twice. That's uh, the only AFC team he's doubled up on. And that was, of course, a Super Bowl that uh, we'd like to forget. Dude, I've been doing my best. I've never watched it again. I haven't even watched highlights of that. I don't know if that says anything about me. Uh, maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I don't really care. But it's uh, I I didn't even watch highlights. I still have not seen. I've only everything I've ever seen from that game was watched live. That was it. I've like completely spaced out. I guess that's weird because I rewatch everything. I, I've I watched pretty much every every Rams game at least multiple times this year. It's been a little bit more difficult for me to do that time wise, uh, but I'm sure I'll crush through those uh, this off season either way let's see here with the win over the pats on thursday night football sean McVay is now tied for fifth all-time in wins for rams coach in team history he is currently tied for fourth in win percentage as a head coach in rams history with hampton pool he is behind george allen adam walsh and joe stadahar Uh, adam walsh is the number one but he only holds a 15 5 and 1 record as rams head coach did win a championship though uh, for the rams the cleveland rams back in the day back in which was wednesday uh, let's take a look at the matchup in this one rams on offense total offense doing an awesome job still still top 10 sitting at that number seven spot jets defense giving up quite a bit over 400 yards per game uh, rams are able to throw it uh, jared goff obviously he's doing a fine job fifth in the nfl there uh, jets having a hard time against the pass. they are decent against the run you see that on your screen at 12 the rams Uh, crushed it last week with Cam Akers 171 on the the Patriots. They're pulling the Rams average up to almost 129, and then the Rams are putting up 25 points a game. The Jets, though, giving up over 30 points a game. That's rough all right the best matchup that i have for this one for the rams really it's not as far as entertainment purposes but for the rams purposes jared goff versus that jets pass defense we saw marcus may I, It was kind of interesting i I'm, i started watching i was watching red zone and i see marcus may intercept russell wilson on a pass to dk metcalf on the first drive and i was like you know what it's like maybe this is it maybe maybe that maybe the jets are about to shock everybody didn't happen, but uh, it, was, it was just a thought in my head. But Marcus May, I think he's he's solid, man. And uh, they don't, they no longer have Jamal Adams. Of course, we won't play him in this game, but we will play him next week. We have already played him once. Uh, so uh, I just had some uh, some other cool notes here. Is that the last time that these two teams played was the game before Jared Goff got his first career start. He has not yet, or since then, he has not missed a game except... If you want to count week 17, 2017, where the Rams starters were benched in week 17. Uh and he, he of course didn't play that one. Uh we had backup quarterback for for that game. Uh but he has not missed a game. And and uh, this was it. This it was the Jets. So this is the first time that Jared Goff will, will have played against the Jets, uh, much like uh Sean McVay. Uh so this that's I just thought that was kind of cool. It was the last game, it was a win for the Rams, nine to six riveting game it was a thriller and <laughs> nine to six win for the for the los angeles rams who ended the season four and 12 that year uh but uh that, that's where that's where we're at right now is it was that last game and then uh, the following week was that miami dolphins game where jared goff got his first career start in los angeles at the coliseum so uh yeah like i had said he, that's he hasn't missed a game since so really if you look at it this is, the jets were the last game that he just did it wasn't a starter for Because, I mean, you could say week 17 for that game. He wasn't starting. Nobody played that game. Let's take a look at the other side of the football. The Rams on defense. Number one in total yards against per game, giving up only 307. That is actually more than the Jets' average per week. They are 32nd in the NFL, 290. That is amazing news for the LA Rams. Also, you look at that next one down, the passing yards. Rams are first against the pass, and the the Jets last in passing yards. Great matchup for the Rams there. Where it gets a little bit more exciting is against the run. The Rams are third, and the Jets' offense, 21st in the NFL. Uh, points scored only only 14.1 per game for the Jets that is last in the NFL and the Rams are giving up 18.9 so back under that 20 uh, points per game and that's really like my marker that's my marker for how I think if a defense is crushing it they're giving up less than 20 points a game it's 2020 in the NFL offenses can play football they are really good at it so uh, to to be giving up less than twenty points a game, I think that's amazing. Of course, there are two teams better than the Rams. The best matchup in this one, this is a little bit nostalgia, honestly. Uh, it's Frank Gore versus the Rams run defense. Uh, Frank Gore has been getting the rock in a heavy capacity. <laughs> it's uh, they love to give Frank Gore the ball as the Jets. Uh, that's you know they're doing decent in the in the run game. They're twenty first in the NFL. That is like kind of their their bright spot, I guess. Really, I mean they're they're decent there. So as far as the offense goes, that is like where they kind of do some things. So I did have some numbers here. This is just kind of some cool stuff here. Uh, thirteen twenty career yards for Frank Gore against the L.A. Rams or Rams all time because Frank Gore's been playing since I was like like a baby. I don't know. I, I'm twenty nine, so <laughs> whatever. Uh, That is the third most against any team. Of course, he does have more against the Arizona Cardinals and Seattle Seahawks. So that's great news. And uh, that uh, 1320, 1,320 yards, that counts for 8% of Frank Gore's career yardage. Uh, 15 touchdowns versus the Rams. Uh, that is the most. So the Rams have given up more Frank Gore touchdowns than any other team in the NFL. That is 15% of Frank Gore's career touchdowns. It's 15% because he scored 99 So uh, he might get 100 touchdowns this this week. And uh, that would make me a little bit disappointed, I guess, because it would be against the Rams, a team that he played so well against for so many years. And uh, he is, Frank Gore is, 12-5-1 versus the Rams all-time. Speaking of all-time records, the Rams do lead the all-time series against the New York Jets 10-4. The most recent game between these two came on November 13th of 2016. We talked about that a little bit before. That was a dub for the LA Rams. 9-6, it was it was extreme. Uh that's the only way was the only word that I can use to describe that game to make you guys understand the intensity, the passion, the fire in that game. 9 to 6 win for the LA Rams. The first first ever game between these two came on November 15th of 1970. That was a 31 to 20 victory for the New York Jets. The Rams did not lose to the Jets between 1986 and 2005, but those are just when the games were, when the Rams defeated the Jets. Really, though, uh, the last loss in this span was in 1983, and then the next the next loss was in 2008. So really, from 83 to 2008, the Rams did not lose to the Jets. But, of course, it's AFC versus NFC, so it's, it's a little flippy floppy there where uh, we just don't play them a lot. Well, I'm just going to check here. I'm going to kind of ramble just a minute while I check some comments here because I want to see if uh, I, I think I had a fan queso. this is going to play my, uh, my podcast, <laughs> uh, because I just need to get into it, but okay. So let's uh, take a look here. I just want to take a quick little glancey glance. Um, let me see here. Okay. I did. I've, this is not a real legitimate fan queso, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh, I've been getting the comment that I should do a, a little bit of a collaboration with Rams talk. This is my formal invitation, my formal, I guess, uh, openness <laughs> openosity was gonna make up words now uh, uh this is my my formal like welcoming that hey man hey I don't know your name, Mr. Mr. Talk, <laughs> Mr. Rams talk. Uh If you want to if you want to get together, man, and, and, and knock out a video, uh, maybe something similar to what I did with Paul. Maybe we just want to do a little something uh, maybe once. Maybe it becomes regular. I have no idea. I'm not willing to commit to anything at this very moment before we have a conversation. But just know I am open. I'm open to that conversation, man. Hit me up. Let's let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about it and uh, let's see what we can maybe get done. Uh so I did not see any on this video. Let me check the last week's video real fast. Because I thought I saw one uh on here. So maybe maybe I'm uh maybe I'm just not paying attention. Okay, here's one. The from the football fan. I, I didn't pre-screen this one at all. Uh I'm just gonna read it right now. I just say see that it starts with fan caso. So uh let's go ahead and, and knock this one out. So you have talked about how much you have loved Malcolm Brown since the girly days, and that you've been surprised he hasn't landed with another team. Do you believe that Brown should still be the lead back or secondary for us still. I have always believed in Akers and I'm glad that McVay is showing is finally showing him some love. Man, one seventy one yards against the Pats. Sheesh. I love it. Alright, so uh do I think he should still be in uh uh the number one guy? No. I think that's Cam Akers. And I think that the reason Cam Akers is is kind of becoming that guy right now is uh it's a weird pandemic season and it just kinda of took him a little while to maybe or maybe for the coaching staff to be super confident that he could go out there and just crush souls at the running back position. So, uh I think Brown's on his way out. I've I've been saying that uh for for a little while now. I think this is Brown's last year. There's a couple of Rams that I think I would I'll be sad to see him go, but I hope they succeed elsewhere. We kind of mentioned that mindset earlier. Uh Josh Reynolds, John Johnson, and Malcolm Brown are three that I don't think return. I hope I wish them all the best. I I I, I would love them back as Rams players if they're not back I wish them all the best uh Malcolm Brown is included in that um but do I think he should be secondary I don't know if he needs to be at this moment I think Daryl Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers are doing fine um Malcolm Brown didn't even he didn't even notch a, a carry last week against the Patriots so I don't know if the Rams are just kind of phasing him out already uh, but either way man I think that I really do think that Cam Akers is really the guy uh, there was another question here. Uh, well, it wasn't. Uh, this is not a fan case though, so because I did. Uh, I, I did just kind of see it pop in. But uh, Curtis, well, he mentioned that you're from uh Colorado as well, man. Hey, man, if you're looking for a spot to watch the game in color uh, in Colorado Springs, hit me up, man. We can uh, try to coordinate something. Um, you can come uh come watch the football games with uh, me and my my Ram squad out here, in the in the seven one nine. Uh, but yeah, we're always looking for for new squad members, man. The the 2018 squad super strong. Was really happy with that one. Uh, it was it was really fun. Uh, some great dudes. But uh, a lot of those guys kind of fell off after the the Rams started not winning as many games in 2019. To which I said, "Come on, guys! <laughs> like, come on! You are gonna you're gonna be here the whole time that we're just you know destroying souls. But the second we start to take a step back, everybody backs out. Get out of here with all that. So if you're a hardcore fan who is going to back the team even when they lose, you're more than welcome, man. More than welcome. I always like to meet new fans. Uh, That's good stuff. So I think that was all we needed to cover in this this show. I think so. I hope so. I thought I had one more thing. I will, uh, like I said, I will throw those those uh videos those links to the videos the interviews with boy green i'll throw those into the comment or the, the description of the youtube video so if you guys want to check those out make sure you do they are awesome they are funny they are uh, me and paul i've i've worked with paul pretty closely uh for uh, i have probably been like eight years now or something it's been a while but uh me and me and paul both run uh sports war radio so great dude i've never met him in person i'm excited to hopefully someday this was actually we were supposed to be going to la to maybe watch this game at sofi stadium but no the government grounded us and now we just sit here and we'll watch on tv in our own homes i guess whatever whatever all right that's gonna do it for uh, me make sure you guys follow ram showcase on all of your favorite social media that's at ram showcase on instagram and twitter facebook.com slash Rams Showcase you can follow myself as well at Sheriff sure. Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter facebook.com slash Rams Showcase uh, Curtis and Rams talk for anybody I told to reach out to me directly uh, please do that in a message uh, I don't want to be putting my like, phone numbers or anything on uh, on the, just an open forum on the YouTube comment section so Twitter's fine Facebook's better uh, send me a message uh, even if you're, I'm not following you you can send, my, send messages to the Twitter uh, yeah, at Rams Showcase and uh, we can try to coordinate something there man let's go ahead and uh, let's, let's get this rocking man. and uh, yeah we'll see we'll see uh, the Rams and Jets on uh, Fox on Sunday it's a it's a pretty small area I will uh, throw it up on the screen I know I didn't talk about it but uh, it'll be in there so I guess this, this is a pointless thing to say to you guys you guys have already seen it uh, but either way Rams Jets in uh, the yellow zone this week. It's going to be a small area, but hey, it uh, should be some good football, and uh, hopefully the Rams can clinch that postseason spot this weekend. be really fun stuff. And then we've talked about Seattle Seahawks and wrap it up against the Arizona Cardinals. We'll see who the Rams first playoff opponent will be but that is going to do it for me i am sheriff joe bags this has been ram showcase on sports world radio for those of you who aren't ram fans our thoughts and prayers are with you for those of you that are ram fans thank you guys so much for listening and you guys have a
0: great day